I feel compelled I need to just do an admonition and, and, um, and share a little bit real quick to get some people settled down. I, I'm probably going to do, I am going to do something a little more in depth, um, a little more revealing, a little more pointed. But, but please, as I mentioned, sort of alluded to there, turn the noise off. Turn the noise off. I am getting inundated with conspiracies. And people intend to be well, but somebody sends something out, and then somebody else sends it, and nobody really knows where the beginning of it came from, and a lot of it, almost all of it is invalidated. And all it's doing is causing a lot of chaos, confusion. And when we as believers... Uh, participate in that. Remember who we represent. Remember who we represent. Amen. I said and I've preached it since 2015 and 2016 when God told me and I prophesied how that election was going to come out. I said from that point forward, it's not validating a person. It's validating the assignments of God. The assignments of God shall not change. And the anointing of God isn't simply upon one name, one family, one brand, one party. And God is able in the midst of everything to do what he's going to do. So let's keep that first and foremost. And my prayer, just so you know how I'm praying, I'm praying that we are able in this country to keep our rights to keep our rights, because very quickly they're trying to take them away. And, and let's not brand it on the president that's coming in. We don't know if he's even knowledgeable of all of that stuff going on. We have no clue. It's a bigger force than that. It's called the spirit of Antichrist. That's who we are warring against, not flesh and blood. So we are to pray for our leaders we don't pick and choose them after they're in place. We are to pray for them. There is no question about that in the Word of God. And so if we're going to be obedient to God, we pray for them. And we, I mean, wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if uh, the fellow that controls Google or Facebook would, would find the Lord? You know, some of them thought that was crazy when we prayed for the, the mother of abortion to get saved, she got saved. Some of us thought it was crazy before our life when Darwin, who at that time was the greatest threat to creation, Christianity, on his deathbed got saved. So you understand how God can work and how we are the ones that are supposed to be bringing that forth. Love has a price. The love of Christ has a price, and that's called dying to self. Dying to self. Believe me, I am inundated daily with people who are passionate about causes. And I wrote, not I wrote, I was interviewed, and some were angry with me for agreeing to do an interview in the Washington Post, post a, a pre-election but the Lord spoke to me to do it. And the one thing I said that they, they printed, and they didn't really misquote me, but they did, but that's, I expected that. 
But the one thing that they said is that my heart is heavy, that the body of Christ is getting divided upon which cause somebody's passionate for. It's as if you can't be passionate for criminal injustice, for prejudice, if you're passionate for life and anti-abortion. Why? Why is that? That's not God. That's not God. That's flesh. And I'm going to lay this down here as well. We don't want to be the same as those that don't walk in the Spirit of God that are so quick to group and categorize people who don't agree with us and brand them, even as many of you and I are being branded. Right? You're not the person who you voted for. You're not a Trumper if you supported Trump. You're not a Bidener if you supported Biden. You're certainly not a Bernie Sanders if you supported Bernie. Huh? Who are we? We're the people of God. And let me tell you something. This can either be the moment when we walk discouraged like many in the world or where we're being those that are so resentful of those who are celebrating what they wanted and they think they're going to have right now. Or we can be those who celebrate Christ every day and the victory in Christ. Only you can lose your joy and be discouraged. Only you. If you allow me to take it from you, shame on you. If you allow a vote to take it from you, shame on you. You need to get on your knees and get closer to your God. If you allow what your dismal perception of the future is, then you need to go back to this book and start reading it because I'm going to tell you, my future, my plans and purposes with God are good. That's what he says. And you're a more than a conqueror in all things. And he who is within you is? Then he who is... So why are we cowering to the world? What are we worried about? What are we worried about? God laughs and man plans. Let's laugh with God. Let me say something to you. As big as you think this problem is in this country, whatever the side you're on, because if you're on the side of those who just won elections, you think the other side is crazy and deplorable and Trumpers just because they're on the other side. And if you're on the side that wishes it had gone a different way, then you think the other side is gone and crazy and just because they're whatever they are. Really? Let me say something to you. Focus our eyes upon the kingdom of God. Jesus is coming. My message is the kingdom right now. It's the kingdom. And anything that distracts us from the kingdom is a distraction that's taken us away from the power of God coming down upon this earth right now. We can politicize all we want. We can scheme all we want. All of those things will fail if it doesn't line up with the plan of God. So that's who we want to be in plan with. Amen? So let's not be those who are sending each other all of this noise about conspiracies. Stop it. I had somebody send me so much stuff yesterday and none of it came true. 
And, and it was well-intended people who said, I'm not sure if this is true, but just in case, well, then don't send it. Don't send it. I can tell you this much. This is how crazy it got. President Trump has got 10 days left. He was not on a 757 going to Colorado to plan out a militant overtaking of the country. Really? 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 Come on. Come on. And remember something. We have a very special right in this country, whether we agree with it or not. The right of protest. And there are people who are professional agitators and disruptors who infiltrate every protest. Whether it's black or white, Asian, brown, Republican, Democrat, anarchist, they infiltrate every one of them. And a bunch of good people follow them and get caught up in stuff. I assure you there's going to be a bunch, a whole bunch of people are going to get some charges against them that were inside that Capitol that were only there because they followed some other people through the door and they were taking pictures. They weren't there to, to destroy anything or cause anything. They just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and they didn't listen to the voice of God and nobody was talking to them. I had many invitations to speak there. I told you here, I'm not going because the Lord told me not to go. And my friends that went, I said, be careful. And they were, thank God. None of my friends got caught up in that that I know of. Not because they would have been bad. It would have been in the wrong place at the wrong time. Because of the spirit of evil that's released upon this world. Remember here, on a Sunday, the spirit of lawlessness and disorder being released. And the very next day, George Floyd was murdered. And it's been running rapid in this country ever since. And it's not going to stop. That genie's out of the bottle. It's not going to go back in the bottle because that's what we heard about that was coming in this time and era. But we're not those who need to succumb to that. We're those who can stand and do great exploits in the time of this. And you know, this may sound sadistic, and I hope you don't take it that way, but there's a, an excitement that's inside of me. I think, and I know that a lot of that is because I can sense and feel that Father God is clicking off his time clock, that nobody else knows about the coming of the Messiah. And that excites me. Because that's what we're born for. That's who we are. That's why we breathe, breathe and live and, and have our being right now is to prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. So yes, we should be excited. We should have anticipation. We should be anxious. And the other part of me is excited because God's not going to allow a complacent, sleeping church to continue to stay the way it is. Very quickly, he's exposing the goats and the sheep. And he's offering out with grace and mercy for goats to become sheep and for sheep to love even unto death. The message Prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. It's here. It's that time. So, beloved, we're good. We're in a good place. We're in a good place. We're where God created you to be at this time. And he would not have put you in this place in this time unless you had every fiber of what you need for him 
for his plans and purposes, not only to overcome, but to be victorious and to lead many like a shining light on the path and the way of the Lord. That's who you are. That's who we are. That's who you are. So I'm not worried. I shared with, with Dr. Bing on Tuesday night, and we chuckled together. I said, Doctor, I know. I mean, you know, after this and that, I, I, I'm at rest. I'm at rest because the Lord ground me down so hard to realize that he's got it, that I feel good being in that place. I'm not anxious. I'm not agitated. I'm not hanging on every word of what somebody does or doesn't do or what's... We're at rest. We're at peace. I'm going to be honest with you too. I prophesied in about 2001 that the time would come when the internet was really becoming strong, and then again in 2008 and 2009 on national television, that the time would come when the internet would begin to squeeze out the word of God and the people of God. And the time would come when it would be very difficult for ministries and true believers in Christ to be able to utilize those same tools for the world. It's coming right now. So we need to be those who Believe in God to give us the avenues that we need. And we need to be those who communicate in the kingdom of God with the word of God. And we need to be those who stand strong in unity together. It's good news. It's not bad news. The gospel never turned into bad news. It's still the good news. And if you think you might have it tough, how would you have liked to have been one of the apostles in the first week of the church how about the month how about going to jail how about being told you're going to be executed how about being beaten and thrown over the side of a wall how about your families hiding in the clefts of the rocks because they're afraid they're going to come and get them how about having a dual enemy the religious system (laughs) that had the law to kill you and the roman government that had the law to kill you So we haven't yet, as it said in Hebrews, we've not strived against sin yet unto blood. We haven't. And I pray you don't. But I pray if we do, that we're just like Stephen, full of the grace of God, the glory of God all over our face so much that it shines like the bright north star because he's looking into heaven In his last words, Father, forgive them. The same words of Jesus Christ. And he smiles his way out of his body as it's being stoned to death. That is ours to have unless you reject it. So my admonition to you as a pastor, as one who has a voice that reverberates in some places in the four corners, Stop the noise. Don't participate in it. And if you do, don't be shocked that someone's going to attack you because you're going at it in the flesh. And you will get a fleshly response. Take it from me. I get them all the time. I don't know where they come up with some of this stuff. These deranged people, but praise God. We had one on the phone the other day and my wife was horrified. She looked at me and I started laughing. She goes, what, 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 what? I said, it's crazy, that poor woman's nuts. 
She was from North Dakota or somewhere, some nurse from, if you're watching, God bless you. I really can say, I, I hold no offense against you. I thank you that you gave me a good laugh. I needed it at that moment. <laughs> all right, I didn't mean to go through all of that, but it's important for our church, our people, our ministries, be at rest, be at peace. It's not yours. It's not yours. You don't have to carry that burden. God's got it. And remember, he's doing a good work in everybody at the same time. Hmm? I said before he was elected, I said while he was elected, and I'll say now, whatever his transition is, Donald Trump needs to get rid of some arrogance and pride. Huh? I know we all do, but boy, he really does. And God cares more about his soul than he does his politics. God cares about the souls of his family and his children. Wouldn't it be wonderful if he became a preacher? Huh? I mean, come on. Paul was pretty political. Huh? He met Jesus on the Damascus Way, did a little bit of time in Syria, and came back out on fire for God. So God might still be answering prayers, but not in the way that we thought he would. God's ways are not our ways. His ways are above our ways. God cares about the heart of everybody. It's his will that none should perish. Amen. So start praying for those in office. Pray for those in the Senate. Pray for those, God, pray for those in the Congress. Pray for those on the Supreme Court. Pray for the president, the vice president. Pray for the cabinet members. Don't succumb to the noise, okay? Thank you.